Hey everybody, this is Chance Gilliam, welcoming you to the Chance by Chance podcast. Okay, Nightstones is a band from Minneapolis, Minnesota. They seemed to always be coming across my media feeds with something, even though I didn't know any members of the band. I checked out their EP, Muted Faces, and immediately reached out. That recent release, by the way, passes the driving test with flying colors, meaning that I played it on repeat at top volume with all four windows down in the middle of the night and started accelerating wildly and unintentionally. Note that I'm only relaying information here, definitely not encouraging you to speed. However, if you were to speed, speed while listening to Muted Faces. The group, excluding Ramon for this interview because he was on a date, was an absolute blast to speak with. They're hilarious, enthusiastic, and incredibly good-natured. Most of the band members are still in high school, which is always really eye-opening. They're playing on September 29th at Acadia and September 30th at the Depot Coffee House. That second show with Why Not and Tyler Upham starts at 7 p.m., and I will most certainly be in attendance. So put on your dancing shoes and come on out to say hey. For now, however, please enjoy my wide-ranging, entertaining conversation with Antoine, Lucas, Freya, and Bob of the up-and-coming band Nightstones. All right. Antoine, Lucas, Freya, Bob. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Hey. <laughs> if you can, uh, let's go around in a circle. Say your own name and what you do in the band, just so everyone can hear the voices and know who's who. Right, I guess I'll start. I'm Antoine, and I, I do the lead vocals. You know, if you wave, they, they get <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, but I also play keyboard a little bit. Uh, my name's Lucas, and I'm the lead guitarist of the band. Um, my name is Freya, and I sing sometimes, and I'm rhythm guitar. Yeah. I feel like it's the other way around. <laughs> um, my I, name... I sing more than I play guitar. My name is Bob, and I'm lead drummer. <laughs> only? <laughs> sometimes no, lead only drummer, drummer, sometimes guitarist switching off with Lucas. Who drums yeah. when you're playing guitar? Um, well, Me. he does. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It depends on the song, but... It yeah. does depend on the song. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so on your Facebook, it says that you formed in 2013. Yeah. Is that true? Yes, it is. That's a long time. It is a long time. And long. you're not sick of each other. Uh, a lot of original members aren't here. <laughs> we're we're okay. more new. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm not very new anymore. I, I'm about be, to get this three-year three stamp. Three years in May. Three years? Yeah. yeah. You're on year I'm one. I'm on year one. We yeah. still start off in middle school. It kind of feels like year two, though. When Antoine over here. No, you can tell the story. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was an eighth grader at Marcy Open School. And that whole year, I was kind of just like, I want to do everything that I didn't, that I haven't done all however many years I was there and just want to experience everything. So I was like auditioning for plays and playing sports or whatever. And then the talent show came along and I was like, I could sing, I guess. At the time, I really, really couldn't. And I had a friend whose name was Levi who played guitar, and we had always talked about, like, just, like, starting a band together, and I was like, listen, for this thing, I signed us, I signed you and I up, and some other people who haven't been named yet, to be in this talent show, and he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, and it's three weeks from now, and he's like, huh? And I, you know, <laughs> broke it down, and I'm like, we're gonna cover this in Madden Dragon song, but we gotta put a band together. Which song? Um, it's time. It's time. We were okay, that's a good one. in a huge Imagine Dragons phase, like, our first, like... <laughs> you guys still are. Well, not not, not in the same phase, but you're. Still but like fans. our first like year of just like practicing and just like trying to be a band, we're just like listening to them. 
Yeah, we just chill out in Levi's room and just like listen to music and stuff. It's pretty much. It was the only. It was my first like. It was my first introduction to like the style of music. So I was like, I like Mad Dragons, and then that's sort of what I based our entire early um, time with. And then obviously I mean, it evolved from really there. We didn't have equipment for a long time. Well, no, because I didn't. Me and Ramon didn't have. And you didn't have your own stuff. We had to. We remember we bought that the, the original drum. Oh, for a really cheap, like a thrift shop or something. It was like a hundred dollars. Because remember, you started playing on the, the buckets. Yeah, I was playing on buckets. Our first few practices. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And the first microphone we ever had was a gift I got for Levi for his birthday, and it was this microphone that was like a gag microphone, and it was oh, like yeah. MC Hammer. No, it was T Pain. It was okay. like T Painify your voice. Yeah. Like whatever. <laughs> I just wanted to microphone. press the button to make the effect. So you know. And then we were, but then occasionally we would we had this keyboard that had a drum, you know, effect on it. And oh, occasionally, because right. I played drums on the keyboard. Yeah. When we first learned "Hear Me" by Abandoned Dragons, I was doing the drums on the keyboard. Classic time. times, yeah. Oh my god, um, We've come a just, long way since then. Yeah, no think, more buckets. Yeah, we did like three years. We still do sometimes have buckets to sit on. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. We just got a throne, so yeah. I mean, we went through years of doing like covers and stuff and we wouldn't really do too many shows i think we did like three shows every year or something mm-hmm. up until like the last year where we got together and like some things kind of changed in the band mm-hmm. and we just started practicing all the time and just doing whatever we could get mm-hmm. and it it's been cool <laughs> yeah i mean it's i think off. yeah i think bit. when we when we started practicing out in st paul that for that little couple oh, months yeah. or whatever that's when we kind of picked up the pace and sort of moved a little yeah we didn't have a practice space for a little bit and we live in northeast and we were practicing in like south st paul and we would drive out there it it was like 45 minutes yeah just a space you were renting yeah Yeah. it was uh in the back of a music store well more like the space anton and ramon were renting (laughs) yeah they had the jobs to pay for it yeah you uh as long as you did just mention ramon we have to say he is uh on a date he's not (laughs) here but we've got a we got an empty chair for him here so all the listeners know ramon's our bass player yeah, yeah I shot. I, we were when we all got together today. I, I, I sent him a text. I'm like, "Hey, where you at?" He's like, "Huh? What do you mean?" I'm like, "We're all what do you meeting mean? at Freya's house." And he's like, "Oh, I'm on a date with the movie girl." And I was like, "All right, I guess." The girl that shall not be named. I don't know her name. He described her to me as the movie girl. All right. So you mentioned that things really started to click when you finally got this practice space in St. Paul. Yeah. Do you think that was just because you? Had your own place, and you know you had the opportunity to set things up, leave them there, uh, come in, practice regularly. Like, what yeah. was it that that really got things going at that point? I think it created like a really focused environment because before we were practicing in the bedroom. Also, Freya got involved. Yeah, that was the first time I had ever gotten involved in band. Yeah. And um, at the time, they were short a person, so they're kind of just like, "Hey, we have this thing coming up, and we need someone else to be there. Can you come and?" just help us out yeah and i was like yeah sure that'd be really fun and then kind of just stayed eventually yeah. <laughs> we just in the band yeah i mean oddly enough i think when we moved to that space we all we had sh- we like the practices were definitely shorter because mm-hmm. when we were in you know the bedroom we were practicing from like 1 p.m to like 9 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a very like productive like you know gung-ho practices but when we moved i just think it was kind of like i think we all took like stock of like sort of where we were in our progression of like you're working and we kind of was like we have to start doing some things differently in order to 
move further along. I yeah, think. I think we were also kind of vulnerable because we were like <laughs> barely able to pay for this place yeah. on the other side of like another town, and like we knew we had to like get it together if uh, we wanted to stay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It sounds like a good kick in the butt. Yeah, it's a motivation. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. I have, I have two stories here. Right. Let's hear them. These, All these right. boys skipped right. over my origin story, Ooh. which oh, I was right. a little yeah. disappointed. So. I went to a private school most of my freshman year, right? And then I moved. I went to De La Salle. Okay. It's Catholic school. <laughs> and then I switched to Edison because I absolutely hated it there. Um, I got detention for wearing colored socks, by the way. So, like, the Mexican socks have one now. I got detention for these bad boys because I couldn't wear them in the school. That's ridiculous. Weird, right? I had to spend two and a half hours of my afternoon in this room doing homework because I had different socks. But, so I get there, right? And um, I didn't know. The school is really confusing. So me and Bob weren't friends at all. I didn't like Bob. I thought it was annoying. <laughs> I just had to sit next to him in science. Yeah. But I couldn't get to my second hour by myself. So I'd wait till he would leave and wait a little bit. And then I would follow him from like the back of the hallway. I'll follow him so all the way great. to class. <laughs> and then the Batman v Superman trailer was leaked. Yep. And that's where the, the duo friendship <laughs> sparked. Yep. Why? Was, was that, yep. We were both super excited, and I walked up to him in second hour, and I'm like, dude, have you seen this? And we watched <laughs> it together, and we, like, recited the line, because he was like, do you bleed, or something? And he's like, you will, and we would just, like, say that to each other in the hallways. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's where that came from. But I didn't know how to play an instru- instrument, uh, any instrument. So my freshman year, the end of my freshman year was the first time I've ever picked up an instrument ever yeah and, you know these guys talk about it in the band and then one night i was hanging out with all of them and they're like we need somebody that can play an instrument and i think bob misheard a lot of what i was saying because it because <laughs> the way i would talk about music made it sound like i played music but i just really like listening to it every day that's a start so yeah. um they were like yeah um we have a shows coming up so there won't be enough time for you to practice but we have a practice coming up in two weeks and then back in mind i was like I got two weeks to learn how to play a guitar. <laughs> so I came home. It's like, Dad, I need you to ca- I need your guitar. And he's like, what for? And I was like, I'm about to be in a band. And he's like, all right, I guess. And I just played it for like two weeks, and I half-assed my way into it. Yeah. And now I'm here. Bob, Second story. Bob vows for you really hard. He's like, Lucas, Lucas can do this. Lucas, I'm like, we're like, yeah, we, he were, was, he was, he was we really were in a rock band, which is like the school band, which was kind of an excuse for us to practice anyways. And, uh... We were playing this song, which was an Imagine Dragons song, and I gave him, like, a floor tom, and I gave him this pattern to do, and he, like, picked it up really quickly, mm. and I'm like, we need extra people, and I, I saw that he had, like, the gene in him, I guess. The, the, my, the gene! The, the mutant X Well, yeah. my, my, my entire family is, are very musical in their own ways. Yeah. Like, everybody in my family knows how to play something, for sure, so I feel like... That was his thing. But another story. Story number two is how I almost got us kicked out of that practice space. Oh, safe. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. So, <laughs> listen, Wait, listen, listen. So I, I was I super story. sick. Like I was like dying one day, right? And my nose was all gross. I was like, blowing tissues and tissues and tissues. This right? dude had the flu. And I was putting them in a very concentrated area, right? <laughs> And then, and then we we're practicing whenever we Concentrate Ramon gets is a, like a, like a trash like can, a, right? Because like no, that's what you're supposed no, to do. No, 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 oh, no. It was like, oh, no. I, there, I don't even think there, there wasn't a trash can in the room, but we were still like three feet away from a bathroom. He yeah. was just like, oh. starting a pile. Uh, yeah, they would, <laughs> they would pile, and none of us were paying attention. We're like, right, oh, he'll grab yeah, we're done. Playing, yeah, and, and then, we'll leave, and he'll pick him up. And then his mom calls, and she's like, "I have something to do. I have to come get you guys." I'm like, almost there, right? 
so you know we're grabbing all our stuff whatever and taking it right we take all the stuff out right and then we all including me just forget about the tissues and the issue is is that the practice space we were renting is to do that on the guitar space that's what he would teach guitar lessons oh and he also he taught them like we would always practice the same day every week and he would then he would have his guitar lessons the next day Mm -hmm. so he calls he call he calls ramon yeah because he had me and ramon's phone number he calls ramon he goes so hey um who left all the tissues in the space and we're like huh what tissues he's like yeah there's like 20 tissues just sitting right here on my desk and we're like oh <laughs> no on his desk not only not in the trash not on the floor but on this dude's desk oh. and like our my first instinct we go well we're done that's it we're leave. we gotta leave now and we're just like apologizing apologizing he's like yeah you guys cannot do that again you guys have to know we i have my class the next day right after you got he was like he was like calm but he was but he was like very obviously upset you know and we're like kind of scared me a little bit he was a little weird but um <laughs> So we go back there and we're like, oh, Lucas, when you get in here, the first thing you're doing is picking up all the tissues. We get in there, he picks up all the tissues, and we're like, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> like, and that also leads into another story because, like, the same day, I think it was that on top of just some other stuff that was going on. We were all kind of mad at you. And that was the day when you were, like, half left. And you're like, he, Luke, we're sitting at the practice space and, like, it's. A pro- we argue a lot sometimes, and we're we have many man, issues man. in our lives. <laughs> so we're sitting in this practice space, and a weird thing that happens is a lot of times when we argue, it's like it's one person who gets the brunt of everyone else in the band, oftentimes, which is always never good. So this day in particular, well, it used to be just one person, and now that person's not here right. anymore. So now it's everyone against one person. So you, so Luke, we're all mad at Lucas. We're like, he left the tissues. He's, I think he couldn't. He wasn't figuring out a part to a song or something. And it was like, we got a show in like three days. What are you doing? You know, you have to be yeah, more serious. Yeah, you know, I was like, sorry about the fucking tissues, bro. Like, <laughs> we're like, I can't. Like, you gotta it. take the band more seriously. We're all mad at him. He's like, you know what? I feel like a slave. I li- I'm leaving. And we're like, <laughs> we're like you. <laughs> and then he left. He left the room. He's like, after today's practice, I'm not coming back. And we're like. And we're, we were all just like really private. Wait, that was because was, was really, that when he quit? Like yeah. for like because I was well, no, I was that really, was the second time. I was I was well, really was pissed time. off because the day before I was like the the practice of last week I was like sick like I was sick like mm. it was bad like I was sick. And they're like you have to come you have to come you have to come and I was sitting in my bed like dying and I was like ah yeah. <laughs> have you seen ferris bueller of course i, I was like uh, his friend in the car where he's like kidding his car yeah. oh, like, yeah. he doesn't yeah. want to go but he wants to go that was me and then I went. And then, you know, I made this one mistake, and I'm getting, like, my ass, like, viciously chewed. And I'm like, I am fucking out of here. That was a little mean. (laughs) Nah, nah, bro. I try to be chill. Yeah, he's like, like, I'm leaving. I'm not coming back anymore. And I'm like, and this this is the second time this has happened, because the first time... The last member treating me like shit. Like, the dude named Levi, we were not good (laughs) friends at all. He treated all of us like shit, actually. We're on, like, really good terms with him now. All right. Yeah, we are. Listen here. We, we've all had individual beef with this dude specifically. But the first time, I didn't like how I was being treated by this dude. And I was like, when you treat me with some respect, I'll come back. And I did. Once, so, you know, How stopped. do you guys manage your relationships within the band now? I mean, because um, everyone argues, but... We, we hold everybody accountable. So, like, say me and Bob are arguing, I say something to Bob. The other three are like, you can't say that. Like, actually, you're being a dick. And then that's when you should just say you're sorry and just stop. Hmm. That's usually what we've done now. Yeah, and usually now, you know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot of general frustration but now we've really found a groove with each other yeah and you know i know it makes him mad we all know it makes her mad we all know it makes antoine mad i said him her Sometimes. and then a name <laughs> that's yeah. not good for this podcast I, but you know yeah i think like 
we we learned because we definitely argued a lot more in the earlier stages for whatever reason, hmm. and now it's kind of, it's kind of dumb. But like, I think we really did take a lot of we take pride in learning how to problem solve with each other and learning how to be productive with each other and learning how to like a not like we have this is like a we treat being in this band like a job. Yeah. But we also have to realize that we have to want to enjoy being here, and that's something that we really. Are, that we concern ourselves with a lot is like making sure everyone's enjoying themselves being here. So whenever there is an issue, it is it is a very big deal for all of us. Even if the issue is very small, it's important that we all make sure we all feel comfortable and in, and are enjoying ourselves a lot. So that's some, whenever there is an issue, it's it's very it's a big deal for us now. Just because we we make good music, we think together and we like being together. <laughs> so we're like we need to make sure that we're still together. You know, at the end of the day. Yeah, you got to. Uh take care of the the collective you know like yeah. even if you have your individual differences at times it's about the good of the group really yeah also right. it's yeah. important to kind of slow down and take time because hmm. there are some some weeks where we see each other like every three days you kind of get cabin fever yeah and that is like, when so all of july we, like, me and bob get cabin fever too bad yeah we're lucas and i are very very alike yeah, and I think and, uh, that's where the issue stems from. And we're best friends. We're like, Bob, we're gonna do this. And we're like, Yeah, but you can't. You can't force me and Bob together because that's when we hate each other. You can't force it. So we're cool though. Yeah, right. So. Right now, we're, we're best friends every other month. All right, so Freya, we're at your house today. Yes. Um, the rehearsal space is behind us in this garage. That is that is my garage. What yep. is the uh, what is the schedule like, and what do practices look like? Um, what do you guys What do you guys do when you all get together? <laughs> well, it's kind of just like usually when there's like a gig coming up, or we're kind of just like, hey, we have the song idea that we want to like try out, and so we're like, all right, so this weekend, Saturday, mm-hmm. and then they come over here at around like between one and three thirty. And then they kind of just stay. Until, <laughs> like, 9 p.m. Till like, 9 p.m. And my dad is kind of, like, overprotective in a way. We love him, though. So he's always, I, I like, he comes, he comes home and he's just like, what are you guys still doing in my house? <laughs> right. And then he'll go, you guys want to eat dinner? And we'll go, yes, food? Of course. Yeah, for his parents uh, actually own a restaurant. Senyai really? Sinlek, uh, yeah. Central. Great place, so sometimes we get some free food from there. Yeah, all right, all right. Really nice perk. I take pride and I've never paid for a meal there. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> me neither. Me too. I don't think that's a thing to take pride in, or a thing to say on here where my mom can hear it. I mean, she knows. But, she but me, yeah, I, I tell her that, but me and Antoine worked the dishwashing in there for how many hours? Like, like it, Too long. It was like, like nine, maybe. It was, we would start from... Oh my god, it was not nine hours. It felt like you nine guys hours. are overreacting. You left really early. I did leave really early. It was early supposed to be five to eleven. Right. Right? right? So yeah. that was six hours and then we had to work the extra one. Yeah, so we left at twelve. Yeah, so we worked for, for seven. But we did get seventy macaroons. And some free food. <clears throat> many free foods and many free drinks. So Ooh. in all it really like we got paid like a hundred plus some dollars. Yeah, man, I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that. Practice. Yeah, like, why are we... Yeah, we watch um, a lot of Netflix after practice. We do watch a lot of Netflix. Yeah, Yeah, it's... We're in in a time now where practice is very, like, quick, in my... I think. I think we come here, we do do the work we gotta do, and then we're immediately like, let's just relax and chill out. Because, like, we're all friends, so we all, like, want to hang out with each other. Yeah. And practice is an excuse to do that. And then we get to sit inside her house and sort of 
use her internet and eat her food. <laughs> so we like go in and practice for maybe like three, four hours, and then we're like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. I want to eat, and we go inside and we like eat something. Well, also like if we practice for too long, like we have some. I have some neighbors who aren't exactly the nicest people. So oh, yeah, that means Very it's nice. rock and roll. But, you know, also, at the beginning of practice, we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then towards the end, we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's take we're a like, nap. Like, yeah. yeah, we just had practice last Sunday. And, like, we started off, we're like, oh, let's do this idea, this idea. Mm-hmm. We got to prep for this show, this show, this show. And then, like, towards the end, we, Bob had made this new song idea, and we're like, we're rocking out to it. And Lucas is like, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm drained. And I'm like... No, we got this great. Yeah, no, me too. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm done. <laughs> but we're very. Oh, also, we did. We we're like, we have to practice these songs. And we did those songs. And like, we did like four songs in like 15 minutes. We just didn't have to work on them all like that. Yeah. We kind of. It's like small bursts of practicing and just kind of like sitting around. Yeah. Like, I think that comes from. And then we like, like figure out new ideas. But we do a lot of that um, at, at gigs too. We really, really, really experiment when we're, when we're on oh, stage yeah, with are many weird. things. Like so, what? Especially, like, um, you know, I might do something with my guitar that's a little wacky. I might make a face or something. Bob likes, or to, Bob, Bob likes to, doing bridges, Bob likes to he stand likes to up. get up and, like, walk around a little bit. <laughs> like, when I'm playing, he'll, like, slap his guitar, uh, not guitar, his drumsticks on yeah. the neck of my guitar. Something that just sort of happened out of nowhere. Bob likes to knock over symbols too. At a no, show, we, we did that one time at, at at our at our open house. We can't at a school. afford for me to be doing that. Well, no, we really he, he, he knocked it over on accident, and, and then, then Bob I made a face, going. and then and then I was like, he's knocking stuff over, <laughs> and then I joined in, and then it just got a little messy. Yeah. yeah, we were playing the title track to our EP, and we were just like having we were having a blast. The show was a little. Eh. Nobody cared that we were playing, but we were. But was, we were like, if was, they don't care, we're still gonna have fun. So I was like, go, yeah. slamming the keys, and yeah. Bob was just hitting cymbals. And I turned around, and I, I just saw the rowdiness, and I was like, all right, let's do it. And I started jumping, and yeah. I like, and Bob starts kicking stuff over. I'm like, that's it, and then we just walked away. I'm terrible at being rowdy, so like the entire time this kind of stuff happens, <laughs> just like I just size. stand there and I laugh. She's like two <laughs> stepping, too. She's like laughing and two stepping, I like side I to side, snapping. Yeah. My, <laughs> My favorite thing is when when Freya messes up in the middle of the song. She says she's sorry. Yeah, like during the song. Yeah, she oh, stopped during the show. I think <laughs> sorry. We we did one show Uh-oh. where like, like we didn't have we didn't have a lot of like we couldn't hear ourselves very well. So we were just playing and yeah. we were kind of like this is what it's we it were sound so like. out of tune. We were very it was we were not a good so show. So out of tune. It was so bad. And then like during us right before a song starts, like during like the sort of beginning of the song, the guitar's going and she goes, "We can't hear ourselves. We're sorry." And I'm like, "Stop it." <laughs> and, <but laughs> my dad, my dad was just like, "You guys are so out of tune. Like you and Antoine don't uh, sound good." And I was like, "We can't hear ourselves." Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I was like, "Fran, no. Oh, don't say that." <laughs> but speaking yeah. of the EP, where did you record Muted Faces? Oh, oh my it god! Good. <laughs> it sounds really good. Thank you. I am. I'm excited to hear so this answer. I think I might be surprised. Recorded in like four different places around One of them town. Was my bedroom? Freya's bedroom. Some vocals were done there for Oceans. Uh, we tracked some guitars at my house. I think most of the guitars were tracked at my house. I think all the drums were done at your house or Levi's house. Yeah, we don't. Those aren't real drums. If you can't tell, they're MIDI drums because we couldn't <laughs> afford. A to, to yeah. Drums, yeah. So I sat in like the middle of the night over like the summer or something. I think maybe MEA break. I don't remember when. No, but, like, it was like it was like November to like 
something like that. Oh. Yeah, it was it was definitely from like November to January, and then the first week of February we were doing last minute stuff. Yeah, I was like in like I started in August actually. Well, was, yeah, because me it was me and you at your house doing those like first original demos in mm-hmm. like the summer, and yeah. that was before Levi came back. So and was, then when he came back, we started. We, he he had bought a microphone that was not terrible, but it was so it was good enough for us to record vocals just in spaces and sort of experiment with like how the space would affect the vocals. It was like a forty dollar like Samsung microphone you plug into like a <laughs> laptop to do video chats and stuff. I mean, it worked. It was, yeah, like, we, yeah. Did, we did the, we did some vocals at San Fimane. Yeah, yeah in the like hallway. A, there's like a bridge. It's kind like of a thing. walkway. It's like a skyway. Yeah. Skyway. Yeah, it's yeah. A skyway. Yeah, Near the theater, and um, we just and there's offices there, and it was a quiet space with outlets. Yeah, really, and we just like set up a tripod and the tiny little mic. Yeah, and then we'd like walk around the corner and stuff, and often get kicked out. Yeah, because they'd be like, <laughs> they're not kicked Why out. Why are they you were, here? There was one time there was a wedding happening. Uh huh. And this oh. is, and I remember when this happened, we we're like, we have to remember this because this is a great story about the album. And I was like, <laughs> ah, let's not be those guys. I but, forgot. And then we did it. And <laughs> just now, <laughs> Wait, I, did I it. forgot. Um, so we're sitting there, okay. and it was, I was, um, what was I doing? I think I was doing the vocals for maybe... Eye to Eye. It was Eye to Eye. And yeah. I was, you know, belting some lyrics out. And this guy comes up. He goes, hey, um, you guys, hold on a second. They're doing their vows right now <laughs> at this wedding. And we're like, oh, yeah, sorry. And we just sit there and we're waiting. We're like, that was embarrassing. Yeah. We're really sorry about that. And the guy's like, all right, you guys are good. Keep going. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. And we just finish. Yeah. Um, Muted Faces, the vocals for that were recorded at the Hennepin, Hennepin <laughs> County Library. And San Central in downtown. No, no, no. Right? Uh, Young Ones was recorded. Young Ones that is a one song too. that's not that's on the not album. Out. Or out at all. But or... it was, that was recorded at the library. Muted Faces was partially recorded at Levi's house. Mm-hmm. Same thing, Maine. And then... Back they, and they have like here. They have a the center where they have like a small recording studio. And then like a space where people can just be creative. And it like made this album possible. So that's really cool. And yeah. Yeah, that you guys—that's really impressive. The fact that this happened in so many places and you piece it all together to sound as nicely as it does. Thank you. Man. I want, uh, yeah, I want you to get into a real studio and like see what you can actually do there. You know, well, our It'd be first, like a whole nother level. We had two songs that we released before the album called um, "Human" and "Believer." Mm-hmm. They were first, also like, on the album. Of... They were, yeah, they were on the album, but these were like the very first songs we, first two songs we ever wrote, and that were original, mm-hmm. and. Um, Ramon was a PSEO student, or was trying to be a PSEO student at McNally Smith, and to get in, yeah. he had, no, they both were. Oh, okay. Uh, to get in, excuse me, they had to, um, you know, record some songs or whatever, and send them in and say, hey, here's what I can do, here's what I can do. So we, he bought, like, how long were we there? Uh, it was like 10 hours. It was like 10 hours mm-hmm. of time at a studio called Drop Tune. Drop Tone. And we recorded, like, some rough demos of those two songs there and they were really bad because we didn't know what we were doing we were kind of just like uh the guy just kind of wanted to get paid yeah he was like, like he was really nice though. he was nice and like he he was like here's should I, you want me to do this with this and we're like sure do that and there was a lot of stuff in there that we didn't know that he was doing that he did and we're like that sounded all right and you know in the end that's those are the only two times we've ever been in like a studio recording yeah. yeah i mean it's kind of what happens when you get a bunch of middle schoolers and high schoolers in the studio and you're alone you just kind of have to they record and you just kind of put it together hmm. what you think is best try to figure it out well yeah. i mean we really learned a lot though like i remember i was sitting there i was like i'm gonna pay attention because i'm because i because what he, the way he did it was they recorded all the instruments before the vocals so i yeah. was up in the booth just in the microphone seeing the vocals to you guys in headphones right so i was watching him like you know watching him on the on the computer with you guys and i was like oh i'm just gonna pay attention to this and Figure yeah, it out, I, guess. I think that's kind of our approach so far to recording and stuff. 
Um, the album was like mixed uh, by Levi, and then I produced it, so we kind of worked together on that. And it's just a lot of like watching YouTube videos and just trying to figure it out in logic. Um, shout out to my dad because he taught me a lot of stuff. Hey, yeah, yeah. So we're just kind of we're still. I think even in our next songs, we're just gonna do it ourselves. We're gonna try to get some other people to help around. Even Levi's gonna probably help us record stuff, but um, we like to do it ourselves because we wanna we want it to sound exactly how we want to. DIY. Yeah. yeah. I think so, something we take pride in is just knowing what we're doing a lot because I think we kind of I I mean at least for me personally I definitely feel like we're sort of having a bit of a diversity kind of being the age that we are. Yeah. So I think it's like really important that when we come into a space that we always know what we're talking about when we can talk to people. So, like, when we see people and they're talking to us about the EP, we, like, I think it's important that we all know what we're saying when we say things, exactly. you know, when we talk about how we recorded it or the process, and same with, like, when we come and set up for, like, a show or whatever, we go, all right, yeah. you know, we got this thing here, this, you know, and we sort of just know what we're talking about, and not sort of just going, oh, the whole time, we started just, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's about being taken seriously, I guess, with our age, yeah. which is hard to do. Well, yeah. it's always, like, if you, if we're, like, doing a show somewhere, usually... Um, if we're like getting booked by somebody, we're always the opener because we're the youngest. No one knows anything about us, Heck yeah. so we have to be able to like say like, "Hey, this is our stuff." Prove like prove ourselves yeah. and like show that we have good music, so that people will say, "Hey, we like you guys. And we want you to come back." That's yeah, always uh, winning each of those battles exactly yeah. like each show one at a time. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, though, that awareness that you guys are talking about. Uh, I mentioned that I was speaking with DiCarlo earlier today, and I always ask a question at the end of a podcast, who are you most impressed by in the community? And he said you guys, first of all. No, oh, wow. Wait, yes, he really? did. Yes, he did. That's... He, you, you were the first answer to that question. <laughs> no. Because he said he loves to see you guys just doing what you're doing and figuring things out for yourself and, like, hey. putting yourselves out there. Um, and he also wanted to pose a question, oh. so I'm, I'm relaying to Carlos question right well, now. Thank you, to Carlos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks, to Carlos. <laughs> um, he wants to know each of you individually what uh, musical influences are most prevalent in your lives, because um, he's wondering how those all come together to form the sound that you have. Oh my god! So just one at a time. Let's go this way. All right. No, I don't want to. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm African. I'm from the Congo, so I have like, I grew up with. Uh, a lot of African music, so I think that has like uh, a big influence in like the rhythms that I try to play and like the new stuff we're working on. Um, obviously, like Hippocampus and the Carlo and Happy Children and Early Eyes yeah. are like it's it's weird because we just kind of found out about all these bands like very recently. Like April <laughs> is when no, I like. Hippocampus was like a while before. I know, that. but Hippocampus was like a year, and then months went by, and then we went to the show, and then found out that there was, there was a band that opened for them called the Happy Children. <laughs> I, and then, yeah. And then we played a show with them. Oh yeah, that happened too. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know. It's just really cool to see all these people that are just like a little bit older than us, and we just kind of they're carving this path for us. It's really it's really dope. Oh, and then it's this, this new, like, Minneapolis music sound that like, I think... Yeah, that Hippocampus kind of brought to, to the forefront. Mainstream. Mainstream-ish, mm. yeah. Mm. yeah. It was underground for a while, I think, and it's kind of... It's come out now. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, Chance the Rapper. <laughs> of cool. course, of course. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Um, uh, some friends of us called Marmalade. 
are awesome. You played some shows with them too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Freaking love Marmalade. Yeah. yeah. We went to middle school with um Joe. the drummer. Yeah. So yeah. Marcy, Marcy, I, I, I get it. I yeah. <laughs> okay. You can go. Musical inspiration. What? Your musical, musical inspiration. inspiration. My my musical inspiration. Um, well, growing up, my dad listened to a lot of like '80s rock and kind of like brought that to me and my brother, and so. What? I said Billy Joel. Billy oh yeah, Joel. a lot of Billy Joel. I I love Billy Joel. <laughs> and then I think I'm probably the only one here who really listens to any kind of country music. Okay. True. Maybe Ramon. Ramon actually might listen oh, to country nah. music. He he listens to like that weird indie slash country. Johnny Cash is one of Ramon's favorite artists. Oh for real? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um So we're talking classic country. So not yeah. well classic country and classic rap. Yeah. And then um I don't know if you know who Katie Hayes is. No. But um, her son, Joey Hayes, actually used to be in a band with... Oh, I, yeah, I know Joey. You know Joey? So, Joey's yeah. mom. Okay, so Joey's mom. Okay. She did, like, a bunch of music camps as I was growing up, and my brother and her daughter went to, like, school together, and so I got to be involved in her music camps, and I feel like the music that she, like, showed us really had, like, an impact on me. Yeah. Because it was, like the first time that I had ever heard, like, classic rock that wasn't just, like, the super mainstream classic rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any examples of what she showed you? Um. That you can remember? Oh, my God. I, it was so long ago. If you give me a second, I'll try to think of some. Okay. You can go, Lucas. All right, we'll so, come back. Um, well, like I brought up before, I have a very musical family, so, mm-hmm. like, my dad, for example, when I was really young, he was in a punk band that toured, and they eventually broke up. Well, half of them did, and the other half kept the band going. That was called Rats to Rejects, or the punk band. That's an so, awesome name. Yeah, when um, when that was going on, my mom and my dad actually weren't together at the time. So when it was my dad's turn to take me for the week, I would have to go to all of the practices and sit there. So like, I know like most of the songs and how all of them go. So I have a really huge punk influence in what I used to listen to. Um, I really like The Strokes. The Strokes have been an all-time favorite since I was, like, 12. I love The Strokes. You have a favorite album by them? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all-time favorite. Uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, I like I like songs from all their albums, so I probably have to cop out and say The Strokes' greatest hit album. Hey, that's fair. So that's an answer. That's an answer. Someday. <laughs> that's the only song you listen to. Really. Yeah. That but, and, um, uh, nah, my turn. Right. But um, <laughs> the the Strokes are big influence. Um, the Gorillas, I absolutely love the Gorillas. Definitely. Um, new album that they just recently came up with is amazing. Um, I'm really into rap too. Um, I like uh, Cannibal Ox, really good, really old school. Um, LP, Killer Mike, their rap group, Run the Jewels, yeah. super sick. Yeah. Um, you know, I like Chance. Rich Chig is my favorite rapper right now. I love Rich Chigga so much. You know who Rich Chigga is? No. Uh, a, well, maybe after the podcast I'll give you a few Taiwanese. listens. Right. Yeah, he's no, he's Is he? Taiwan. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. Thailand or Taiwan? But he's not from Thailand. I think he's I think he's Korean actually. Looking like just no, I just, don't know. Just looking at him, I can tell he's not Thai. But I don't know. I can't. I don't know. But um <laughs> yeah, I like that a bunch. Um Hippocampus, um obviously I really like their sound is really good. We're I think it's really, really unique fans. within their own genre, which is really, really cool. Um, 
Zach is my favorite. I'm just going to throw that out there. All right. Um, I think he's super talented. <laughs> I think he's super talented. Um, on stage, how he dances, Tekka I don't know. I don't know how he dances like that in yeah. plays. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do that. But um, yeah. So I think that sums up a lot of the um, musicians. Oh, like electric, like orchestra, electric light orchestra. Love them, um, Mr. Blue Sky. That's 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 a that's a banger. That's an OG song. I like that a bunch. So music comes. Why are you guys laughing? At me? I'm Cause you're being you, dude. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't that's don't cool. ever be sorry. Don't ever I'm be nervous sorry. now. Like no. he's gonna be out there. You're like Lucas is via Lucas. Don't know that is. But, all right, you can go, Antoine. Um, well, I think for me, I probably have the the probably the very different background, I guess, when it comes to music. Because my mom, well, my mom, I just listened to '90s and like like early 2000s R&B and hip hop, and my <laughs> dad was all hip hop. Mm-hmm. So like, I just only listened to rap music, and then. We were moving. We were moving out of my house one once, and the radio station I always listened to was like they stopped playing any music. So I was like, I don't know what the radio station to listen to. So I went to KDWB and they were playing Madden Dragons. I was like, okay, whatever. And I remember thinking, I was like, I don't like this, but I'm gonna force myself to find something I like while I was like cleaning up. And then I just forced myself to listen to. And I only listened to KDWB, and I was like, well, I think I like rock music now. It's weird. I don't know. But so I listened. So definitely like my influence when it comes to like the music we make now is definitely comes from like that and like Imagine Dragons and like any like really like two thousand and like ten to whatever of like just sort of mainstream like pop rock, I guess. And I think I've I've sort of slowly like been evolving and listening to I listen to everything really. I still listen to a lot of hip hop, but I'm very selective about it. Like I listen to you know, whatever catches my ear really, it's just kinda like about like what makes me feel something which mm. is very important to me. So, like, when I hear a song, it's like, do I feel something? Nope. SZA. Yeah, like, SZA, her new oh. album, makes me feel stuff. Like, every song, <laughs> I was like, mm. You know? Kendrick Lamar, Chance the Rapper. Um, really heavily influenced. We didn't talk about this, but it was an era of our time where we were oh. we all listened to 21 Pilots at some point. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we skipped over that. that. Yeah. Really, really into 21 Pilots. And I still occasionally, you know, a song will come up in the shuffle. I listen to, like, just, like, a lot of, I'm starting to listen to a lot of more, like, I'm listening to Lord a lot recently. Recently, mm, yeah. Lord, shout out to like, yeah. Lord. If yeah. you're listening to this, like, <laughs> she's not listening to this. <laughs> but I'm listening to like a lot of like just like sort of just like stuff that is really like I'm really into mood music. Mm-hmm. And it's like stuff that just is gets me in a mood. It makes me feel things. So that's that really influences like what I do. When it comes I to actually things, so. discovered uh, Hippocampus through Chance the Rapper. Interesting. Because, uh, I they played Rock the Garden. Uh, and yeah, Chance yeah. played Rock the Garden, and I was trying to look up videos of Chance on like the current YouTube channel, and I couldn't find any. And then I saw Suicide Saturday there. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And I thought it was okay, and then it was stuck in my head like two days later. And then you showed it to me, and I was like, ah, uh-uh. right. And then exactly. we all got into them. And then this is a there was like a month where we just like we're like ah. This and is then a, this we is just came back. how much I actually listened to the podcast. I was listening to your some of your podcasts, and they were you were asking them about like bands in the city, and I was like, and they mentioned. A couple bands. I think they mentioned the Happy Children at some point, and they mentioned a couple bands. I was like, "Oh, interesting." I didn't. I didn't even think about it. And then Bob was like, "Check out this band." I was like, "I've heard of them because I listened to the Chess, you know, the Chess by Chess podcast." And then I listen. I started listening to all this the Normal Parent stuff and like Early Eyes and all those people now. Hey, now you're a part of that community. Yeah, so it's really coming so full circle. Strange. So weird. 
you like when, we're like okay. not really Here's part of it, but like we're inside new, baseball. Hey, you're you, you've got your foot in the door. You I certainly have you, your foot in the door. When you sent us that message on Instagram, I was like, "What is this real?" <laughs> like I, I like clicked your page. I'm like, "Is this the real guy?" And I was like, "This isn't." What do we do? Well, I'm I mean, not, I like, like we're kind of sometimes we're like, "Is this person really messaging us, or is this someone who's like trying to prank us?" Yeah, I'm a, I'm a really that's terrible shrug kind of <laughs> dude. So whenever they come to me, they're like, "Bro, blah 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 blah," and they're like, "I'm like." Well, yeah, I mean, I think something very, like, particular about us that I think is awesome is that we're really just fans at, like, our, of our everybody. Core. We're just yeah. a fan of everybody. So the moment, like, like DiCarlo has messaged us on Instagram sometimes, and every time he messages us, we go, ah, what is he? And then, like, he's like, ah! and it's every time because we're like, we're just a fan of you. Like, we're, we're like a fan. Like, we, there's like, you know, that the fan artist dynamic is something that, like, yeah. is like, why would the artist talk to the fan in this way, yeah. you know? So, but then, like, so because we sort of are blinded to sort of like what we do sometimes, and like how what the things that we are a lot putting the situation we're putting ourselves in. So when like things like you message us on Instagram or like to Carla or something, or even like the Happy Children, I remember the, the oh, first yeah. time they talked to us, they're like, "Hey, what are you guys doing? Come, we're gonna put you on a, a list for our show that we're playing at Seventh oh Street." Oh my god! Yes. We're like, so, I remember that. So you, oh, okay. you well, yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll tell it, right? I, I get so told I want to talk about how, how much I was freaking out. I'm the one oh, okay. that outer I'll, ring. I'll, yeah, you, I'll tell it. it. Up to you. You say it, and then, yeah. So, at Outer Roll this year, uh, Antoine and I and Ramon went to see Happy Children. I was, like, I was interested in seeing how they sounded like, and I kind of listened to them, like, the week before the show, and I really liked some of the stuff. So, we went to see them, and right before the show started, I we walked past their car, and I'm like... This is a really small car, but there's musical equipment in it, so I think the band's playing here. Something and I'm realizing now is mm-hmm. the way we entered the, the building was through the back end. Like yeah. we weren't mm-hmm. supposed to enter there, but no one said anything, so we're like, okay. And we were underage too. And yeah, we were we were just not in the right place at all. Yeah, but we were in the show. And I then, walked in and oh, I. Oh, it's uh, April, right? Yeah, it's like it's like right over here. I walked in and I ran into Caleb. I'm like, are you the guy from Happy Children? He's like. And his he kind of lit up. He's like, you know who Happy Children is? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, that's awesome. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then like we were watching the show, and then at some point in the last song, "Sentimental," which is like my favorite song by them, or one of them, it changes a lot. But um, we walked up to like the stage, or whatever, and then we were kind of like vibing with the song. And at some point, I like got up on stage and I was singing the bridge, and then I got off, and then right after that, I met the Carlo with Anton and Ramon. And then we ran into Mitchell the very next day. Mm. So we just kind of... Oh, right. And then you guys came to Edison and you told us? Yeah. Well, yeah, because after sure the Able show, Caleb yeah. sells, his, sells the equipment out of the back of his car. Yeah. We're like, I don't have money. We're not buying stuff. It would be nice to say you had a great show. It was nice to meet you. So we went to say hi to him. And we talked to them. And we talked to Mitchell for a little bit. And we're like, that was really cool. Can't believe we got to do that. That was the end, right? Yep. We were walking. We were in South Minneapolis buying a new amp. And Mitchell is riding around doing his job. He's like, because he works for Jimmy Johns. Yeah. We found out, and he goes, hey! And we went, huh? <laughs> oh! It's... And then, like, we're like, you're... And he's like, how are you guys doing? We're like, why are you talking to us? We're like, we're doing fine. And then Bob's like, I, you, I thought you worked for Jimmy Johns. He's like, I do work for Jimmy Johns. He's like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> and from that point forward, we're like, we've talked to them twice now. And then... We get me and Bob get added into a, a group message with the Happy Children Instagram page and me and Bob's per- personal Instagram. He's like, "Hey, what are you boys doing? We're gonna put you on the list for our show at Seventh Street." And we're Yo. like, oh, "We have a show tonight, but we can't come." And we were just freaking we were upset. Out. We and couldn't he go. Sends it. He sends I like, it like see it right, and I'm a like I'm a huge fan of this band at this point. 
and I show it to Freya. You send it to the Nightstones group chat. Yep, we have and a so group chat. I, <laughs> so, um, you say this, and I was, I think I was in math. Yep. And you were in math also. Mm-hmm. So I, like, just tell my teacher, I was like, all right, I'm panicking, I'm gonna leave. So I, mm-hmm. like, run out of this classroom, like, I'm pretty sure I didn't have my shoes on, like, that's how fast I ran out of there. Yeah, socks. And, um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I ran out of this classroom, I ran to his classroom, he's not there. So, like, I'm running up and down the stairs yep. of our school, mm-hmm. looking for him, and so I end up in our French teacher's classroom, shout out to Miss Irvin. Great person. <laughs> um, and... Wonderful lady. <laughs> so, I get in there, and, like, Bob's, like, sitting... I think you were sitting under a table. No, I think I was sitting on the desk. I was you on might, top you of the table. To- okay, yeah, you were on top of the table, and you were just, like, hugging your legs to your chest, <laughs> and just, like, breathing really heavily. Yeah, I was being kind of dramatic, but, you know. Yeah, sounds like it. And during this whole time, like I said earlier, I'm just a shoulder shrug <laughs> guy. I think, I mean... We're just fans. That we're was, like, like yeah. <laughs> it was, like, recognition from people that you've looked up to. And that's so weird, because that... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just, it was like, like, I just never have those experiences ever. Oh, I mean, to this day, if we're, if well, we're ever had, in a situation where it's like, oh, you guys are going to do this show. Cool. Excited to do a show. Here's the people going to be on the show. It's like, Stabby Children. Oh, my God, we're playing a show. And it's like, it's like even though it's we've done it a couple times, yeah. it's still like, we're still fans, you know? Like, yeah. I follow you on Spotify. I listen to your music occasionally. All the, Like, you come up in my shuffle. Like, I'm a fan of you. But there's this thing I do allows me to put put my be in this situation where I can be sort of casual with you. Yeah. Well, I think it's just fan awesome. boys and for <laughs> Thanks, man. Fan girl. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Coming up on the end here, do you have any shows you want to promote? Uh, I know you have one on the thirtieth. Yeah. So yeah. mention that and anything else you know. Twenty ninth. Uh, what's that? Acadia. That's Acadia. <laughs> okay, so on the 29th, we're playing at Arcadia. Acadia. Uh, it's Acadia. Uh, it's, no Acadia? R. Oh. It's Acadia. On West Bank. And I think the show's at 9. And it's, it's 21, 21 plus. plus. Yeah. Why are we letting him talk? He, like, doesn't <laughs> know the information. Like, I'm gonna try to be a joke. Ramon's the one who knows the information. He's not here. And then the next day, we're That's playing. so not true. I got the show at Acadia. Yeah, that was on right. him. <laughs> but that's the Acadia show. I know, got but all he always keeps checking 9 o'clock, Acadia, wow. West Bank, 21 plus. September 29th. September 29th, yep. And then the very next day... September 30th, we're playing a show with Why, Why Not? Not and Tyler Upham at Upham. the Depot Coffee House. Yeah, awesome. At 7, 7. p.m. Yep. And it, we start I think at it's 7, free. Right? I think we either start at 7 or 8. But we come at 7. 7. Okay. So come at 6.30 if you want to see us. Have you guys played there before? No. Oh. It's a pretty cool space. Yeah? yeah. 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 Is it a coffee house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What? It, it's vibey. It's vibey. Yeah, and then um, other than that, December 9th, we're playing at the garage. Yeah, there's like a there's a sort of large large show happening December night at the garage. It's like a Christmas thing. More information uh, to come soon. Cool. Look at our social media. Christmas. Yeah. Other than that, be on the lookout for new music. A single? Maybe. Possibly. Soon. And where can people find that? Give us your social media. Uh, uh, you're on Spotify. Nightstones. Any of that? At Nightstones. Yeah, Everywhere. So at Nightstones, yeah. and it's just spelled. Night, like N-I-G-H-T, and then Stones. But together. Yeah. And then same no thing on Facebook, <laughs> The Night Stones, and right. then on Twitter, I think it's also The Night Stones. I don't think we, we, we don't really use Twitter. It's either Night Stones or The Night Stones. <laughs> we're the most active on Instagram. Just By far. That's, that's the funnest one. It is. Wave is. It is. Yeah. 
I think we gotta do better with that and like be on more social media. But that's where we are, all social media. Like and then everybody had a social every media job. Music platform you can find the EP Muta Faces and any other songs I guess we released. Shout out to C D Baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then our YouTube page, which Yeah. It's pretty dry. It's super dry. <laughs> we'll post more oh, on it's that. So dry. For well, now. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well thanks for talking to me, everybody. Of course. Thank you so and, much. Uh, yeah. Continue with all the good work. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can support it by visiting chancebychance.com and signing up for the email newsletter. As you're able, you can also visit chancebychance.com forward slash support to extend a financial contribution. Please know that your support goes a long way and it's greatly appreciated. Until next time, thank you for listening.